You can get this full audiobook for free on Amazon, by clicking on the link in the description. Is brought to you, by the book guide. Emotionally taxing for everyone, so, I decided to give the group an extra couple days off to reflect while I did the same. At this point, the participants had uncovered more about who they were through the self-summary workbooks. Next, they gained insight on what behaviors might have been sabotaging their dating lives. And now, we had to tackle the why, when, and how. Why had bad habits like clinginess, passiveness, and inflexibility turned into traits? When did they begin? And how could I help to shut that shit down? Cracking this case reminded me of a plot line in HBO's hit show Westworld. During season one, it was revealed that the engineers of the AI robots had embedded a unique tragic incident into each robot's programming, referred to as their cornerstone memory. This manufactured memory was designed to keep the near-limitless AI under the engineer's control through fear and emotional manipulation. But when a robot realized that memory was BS, they subsequently gained the power to override their cornerstone, defy their perceived limits, and then break free. In order to help the group accomplish that same freedom, I had to pinpoint what each of their cornerstones might be, as well as what traits they'd since fused into. I combed through each of their workbooks a second time, then reflected on what I'd personally observed before identifying the following. Deshaun believed she wasn't as pretty or interesting as other people. In school, she was bullied for her looks, so she thought she was ugly. At home, if she spoke about science, she was met with blank stares, so she thought she was boring. These beliefs woven together created the perfect material for her self-proclaimed awkwardness to take shape, then eventually take over. Priscilla believed everything her mother told her. Unfortunately, this included awful statements like, you are pathetic and you can't do anything right. Even more unfortunate, over time, those words morphed into Priscilla's complacent attitude, which stopped her from seizing opportunities to stand out or up. Charisse felt the world and those closest to her had turned their back on her. So she simply returned the favor. With a shaved head and a flattened smile, she was committed to never allowing her kindness to be mistaken for weakness again. She held her shield up so high that it was near impossible to truly see the beauty she possessed behind it. Courtney was bullied all throughout high school. Then, in her early adulthood, she was rejected by her church and found herself in an abusive relationship that almost destroyed her spirit entirely. By age 30, she had come to believe that she had to be blunt, cutthroat, and reclusive in order to survive. Maya described herself as not that pretty and not that smart and had set low expectations for herself to accommodate that reality. With the help of her anxiety that began in childhood and worsened in adulthood, she had convinced herself that it was futile to challenge her comfort zone. So she bought a bunch of books and an awesome lawn chair, then resigned herself to a life of watching from the sidelines. Stephanie stuck out in all the wrong places growing up. She did not fit with many cultural norms in her community. She disagreed in church and felt ostracized by the beauty standard. Exhausted from years of feeling like an outsider, she clung to anyone that seemed to choose her, all the while counting the days until they rejected her. Understandably, these traumatic experiences had hardened over time until they were no longer just experiences, they were a part of their characters. 
My job was to chip away at these reactionary personas so I could uncover the boundless creators underneath. And in brainstorming how I could gently but effectively do so, I thought of my mentee, supermodel Winnie Harlow. I met Winnie in 2011 when she was a high school dropout living in Malton, Ontario. She friended me on Facebook, and when I saw her profile picture, I thought, wow, what an interesting way to do your makeup. However, when I clicked through her profile, it became evident that it wasn't makeup at all, but a skin condition called vitiligo that resulted in the loss of melanin for 40% of her body. But what stuck out to me wasn't her condition, it was how seemingly unaffected she was by it. Winnie had countless adoring selfies and pictures of herself, every shot more flawless and fuckless than the last. Without hesitation, I messaged this beautiful stranger and asked if I could photograph her. My pride would like to note I was the first person to ever do so. When we met up, she told me between snaps that she wanted to be known by the world, either through modeling or hosting. Both ideas seem fantastic, but also far-fetched, given that there was no one else in history who looked like...